Hello thinkers, my name's Nigel and welcome to Philosopher Brain. In today's episode I'm going to talk about the heap of sand argument and the inverted spectrum argument. The heap of sand argument is known as the Sorites paradox by Eubulides from 4th century BC. Sorry if I'm getting those pronunciations wrong. The heap of sand argument basically goes, I have a heap of sand. And the heap is a million grains of sand. If you take one away, I have 999,999 grains of sand. Since heap is undefined, I still have a heap of sand. The paradox becomes, if you continue to remove one grain of sand at a time, eventually I'll get down to one grain of sand total. Since heap is an undefined variable, when I do get all the way down to one grain of sand, it's still considered a heap. Another analogy for this is a balding person. Removing one hair from a person's head does not make that person bald, but adding one hair to a bald person does not make that person not bald. But looking at that person, I can tell whether or not I consider them bald. The second concept I'm going to talk about is called the inverted spectrum, and it's a concept credited to John Locke. The concept basically says, one day I wake up, and everything I once saw as red is now blue, and vice versa. And this concept points out that there would be no way to prove this to other people. Now, going further into this, first we'll go to the heap of sand argument. If I say I have a heap of sand, what does it look like? How much sand is there? Where is the sand? I'm asking you this to point out that there's no definition for what a heap of sand is. Heap is an undefined variable that allows the communication to continue without slowing down to define the situation. To accurately communicate what a heap of sand is, accurate information is needed. Now going back to the inverted spectrum concept, everything I see is red is seen by everyone else to be blue. Now in Locke's argument, I would wake up one day and my colors would be inverted. But I like to think of it in a different way. What if I have always seen these colors that way? How would I know? How would I know that I don't see blue the same way as everyone else. How do I know that I don't see colors that way? I have no way of knowing what color light I'm seeing and what color light other people are seeing. And because of that, I have to rely on communication. Red and blue are variables that are defined by an agreed-upon definition within society. When I say the color's name red or blue, 
I'm not actually I'm not actually getting into the specifics of it. I'm just using the words that I've heard my whole life. Things can't be communicated if they're not first identified. The inverted spectrum argument makes me think of how things cannot be communicated if they're not first identified. If I never knew that everything I see is red is blue to everyone else, then I wouldn't be able to bring it up because I don't know about it. Understanding is a big thing that comes to mind when I think about these. According to the internet, understanding is defined as perceive the intended meaning of words, a language, or a speaker. Interpret or view something in a particular way. To me, when I think of understanding, I think of how I'm only able to understand information that I'm able to comprehend. My understanding of something is actually just what I think of something that I experience. It's not necessarily factual. This leads me to think of communication. And the internet defines communication as the imparting or exchanging of information or news. Means of sending or receiving information such as a telephone line or computers. And to me, going back, it pairs up with understanding. I think communication is an exchange of understanding from one being to another. And to demonstrate this, I'll use the things we just talked about. The heap of sand argument points out the use of the word heap as a variable. If instead of heap I say I have a six-foot pile of sand, that's a little more clear. A different example would be I have a 10-gallon bucket filled to the brim with sand. That's even more of a clear picture. Now I have a shape of the sand as well and a container. This points out that using more definable descriptions would allow for better communication and therefore a better transfer of understanding. Now we're going to get into why I paired these two together. Now explaining the inverted spectrum thought shows how they pair together, to me at least. For the inverted spectrum, someone states they see a color as red. And I look at it and I also state that I see that color as red. There's no way to communicate that we are seeing two different colors since we both define the colors that we're seeing in the same way. Regardless of what color we actually see, we define it as red. Until that difference is noticed, there's no way to address the difference. Some uses for this go off of communication, acceptance, understanding, and even life. For communication, it makes me realize that the more accurate the communication of information, the better the understanding. Communication's purpose is to transfer information regarding the communicator's perspective of the situation. The clarity of the information transfer relies on the communication skills of the speaker. Those are all my thoughts. 
And it makes me think that if someone isn't understanding what I'm saying, then I should adjust my communication since I'm the one attempting to transfer understanding. Since I'm the one trying to hit the target, so to speak, of understanding, I should adjust my aim by adjusting my communication. The second thing this brings me to is acceptance. I feel like I must accept that even with ideal communication, some information cannot be transferred, such as the red and blue. Since some information cannot be transferred with ideal communication, it makes me think of how less than ideal communication transfers even less information. The lower the quality of the communication, the less information is transferred and the harder it is to understand. When someone is not understanding what I'm communicating, it's not anyone's fault. It's just a communication barrier. And when I come up to a communication barrier, I have to remind myself that I can either attempt to find a different way of communicating the information in order to go around the barrier, or I can accept the possibility that the information is something that cannot be communicated at that moment. Now I'll talk about understanding. The color inversion example makes me think of the link between understanding and perspective. No matter what color I actually see, when I describe it using the same words as others, mutual understanding is reached. There is a difference in perspective that is not acknowledged or even known, and this allows for an agreed-upon understanding of the situation. Neither of us know that we're seeing two different colors, but we think we're seeing the same colors. The reason we think that is because we are communicating it in the same way. Now, if the unknown color difference is later realized, it could affect the understanding of the group. Now I'll talk about how this affects life. I think communication is a way of transferring understanding by sharing my personal perspective. Communication that uses variables rely on a mutual understanding of those variables. If I leave a variable undefined in my conversation, then the listener must rely on the normal definition of that variable. And normal is whatever a society agrees upon as a whole. That means that normal is a variable. And that means that relying on society to define the words I use is relying on a variable to define another variable. This leaves the door open for miscommunication, and it can happen if the definitions are not mutual. 
this leads me to think that normal is not a reliable variable to use. All of these thoughts make me have additional questions that I'm going to ask them of you. I have a heap of sand. What details do you need to understand what I am trying to communicate? How can you obtain those details? What questions could you ask? Do you even need more details? What I see is red, you see is blue. What further questions do you have? Is this statement verifiable? Is there even any purpose in arguing? I hope you take some of these thoughts and use them in your everyday life. Has there been a time where someone was trying to explain something to you, but you were unable to understand them? Was the lack of understanding due to a communication barrier? What kind of barrier was it? Did the person want you to understand the specific information that they were communicating? Or were they more interested in you understanding their thoughts and feelings or their perspective? Or maybe all of them? Which matters to you more? Do the people you regularly communicate know your preference of what matters more to you when you're communicating? Do you know their preference? When a dispute happens over something that has no evidence either way, should we just accept our differences and move on? Well, thinkers, that brings us to the end of this episode. And in summary, I like to think of understanding as how I think about things. Perspective is the filter that information has to pass through before I can understand it. Communication is how I relate my understanding to another being. It's also how they relate their understanding to me. But it has to pass through my perspective before I can fully understand it. And communication is usually how I can allow someone to reach an understanding of my perspective. Some goals I have for myself in life is that understanding myself is the first step in understanding the world. Communication relies on a mutual understanding of that world. Differences in opinion are generally differences in understanding. This difference in understanding is usually due to a difference in perspective. The difference in perspective can be due to difference in past experiences. When resistance is met in communication, it's likely a difference in perspective, causing a difference in understanding. 
Communication is a tool for improving our understanding of the world. Communication allows understanding of others' experiences without personal experience. Communication allows for a broadening of my own perspective. That broadening allows me to better understand other people and my environment. If someone has a very different opinion from me, they probably have a very different understanding and or perspective as well. Instead of viewing it from a right or wrong standpoint, I try to view it from a difference in understanding. Learning more about the life experiences that that person has might help me understand how they communicate and why they reach their understanding of the subject instead of mine. Well, thinkers, thanks for listening. I hope we reached a mutual understanding on communication, perspective, and even understanding. I hope you enjoyed listening. I hope to see you next time. And take it easy out there.